know what it takes to move good to great? Are you almost where you need to be but not quite there yet? Find your way to success today. Welcome to the James Stentley Show with Dr. James Stentley. We've got the tips and guidance you need to propel your success to the next level. Now, here's your host, Dr. James Stentley. Hello, hello, everyone. Well, I'm here, you're here. It's Friday, so it must be time for the James Dentley Show. Look, guys, remember, we don't think outside of the box because in our world, <laughs> there is no box. Uh, look, uh, this has been a very interesting week, week and a half, two weeks, hasn't it? A lot of things have been going on. There's so many uh, changes and uh, changes have been uh, have been put on the table, so to speak, uh, for, for different laws that are really going to mean a lot to so many of us. Uh, and people around the world. And, you know, it's, it's transcending even uh, different colors, races, creeds. You know, it's a lot of people on board. Now, there are also those who are not, but that's fine. So I want to dedicate this part of the show to the nonprofit already always amazing, amazing children, amazing veterans, amazing seniors, and amazing you. You know, we've been able to get some great work done. And this is our third month uh, feeding our adopted seniors. Uh, these are seniors and families, husbands, wives, sometimes children. And that um, that we we get uh, meals to every single day, and every week we load them up with a week's worth of meals. Man, they have been eating good, uh, no garbage for, for for our tribe, man, for our community. They're taking real, real good care of. So we're excited, uh, preparing for our children, and the uh, things we're doing with Jesse White Foundation as well. So already, always amazing is making it happen. If you want to participate uh, in our path of uh, just trying to make the world a better place, you can go to our website already always amazing.org and um, you can make a donation there so check us out see what's going on or we can share some resources as well and if you want to make an easier donation go to amazon and type in five frequencies of high performance buy that book and hundred percent of everything you pay goes directly into the nonprofit, including what we paid to put it there so all right charity are you ready do we have charity yet i don't hear a thing <laughs> I do not hear you at all. So just butt in if, they, if you get this sound there, because you know, I don't hear anything. Well, we have a young lady that I was going to introduce as soon as we get the sound. We're having some issues with the sound and the uh, and the internet at this particular moment. If you, hey, Charity, I can't hear anything. So if you just say, I'll let you know when I can hear you. So just keep talking, because right now there's nothing. <laughs> While she's uh, getting her, her sound together. Okay, you know, there you go. I hear you better now. Say something. Here I am. This is Miss Mogul. Oh my goodness, you got a bad echo, a terrible echo. Working on it. Okay. I tell you what, in about a minute, if we can't fix it, then I think what we're going to do, you got to, I think you have to call in at this point. You have to call in, or I got to postpone the show. Can you hear me now? Say say something. Speak. Here I am. Can you hear me now? Come back with some five. Five, four, three, two, one. Okay, Andrew, we're going to try to go with that, man. If it's too faint, I mean, there's nothing I can do about it now, but I'm already late. So let's go ahead and, uh, and just go with what we have. All right. And first, and Andrew, everybody in the control room back there in Phoenix, Arizona, I want to say happy 4th of July. Be safe out there. Have a ton of fun. And remember, Black Lives Matter. Celebrate. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have to matter more than anybody else's, but Black Lives do matter. Okay? Matter. So we all matter. All right. Um, I have the pleasure of introducing our, our first guest. Uh, she was referred to me by a dear friend of mine who was the uh, founder of the West Coast Speaker Coalition and used to have on television show, radio shows, and definitely a, a person that helped me when it came to this show as well. Uh, so out of the respect I have of Ms. Larson, I, I uh, 
uh, contacted this young lady and, and she was just so powerful, it was it's just incredible. I was just kind of blown away with her story and with what she was offering and sharing and bringing to the marketplace. I think, I know it does make a stark difference in the lives of people. So, uh, and we've been talking back and forth and collaborating, putting things together. I said, you need to be on the show because uh, I always said, I always said the number one language we need to learn in this country, well, after English should be gender because that's the bis- disconnect no matter where you live in the world, that seems to be a disconnect. So, so I'm actually uh, honored to get a chance to have her on the show. And I want you to share this with every person that you know. Uh, so if a man can get their another perspective and a woman can get her perspective because she's going to speak to them. Okay. Her name is Charity Smith. Uh, Hello. Call, wait a minute. They call her Miss, uh, they call her Miss Mogul. And she is the, uh, the founder of the, the, the Mogul Life Real Estate Academy as well. Uh, she is a thought leader. She is a business person. She has a book. She's going to talk about, about creating your own economy. And she's also been given a lot of awards, including the Woman of Legacy Award and many other as well. So I want to say, Charity, first of all, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I, I guess you can tell I am super excited to be with you today. I count it an honor. Big thanks to Allison for the connection. Um, it, was an, it was a divine appointment, in my opinion. So again, James, thank you so much for hosting me today. Well, it's our honor and our pleasure. We always say we're blessed to be a blessing, and you're here to, to bless other people with the information and the knowledge and your life experiences. So in our show, we got plenty of time. We've got about another, oh, 12 minutes and we go to commercial break. But um, if you would, start off by just sharing with our audience a little bit about your story. Who is Charity? What, what, who are you and, and what are you all about? So I am, um, first of all, I'm a mother of two very wonderful children. And I know every mother probably says that, but I'm biased. And I don't mind saying that. Two high achieving children. uh, Both of them are doing very well in school. I'm also a real estate CEO. I really do real estate uh, in Texas, as well as other parts of the country. My primary role, though, is empowerment, right? Um, I'm all about helping the business owner and the everyday person expand their wealth, expand their wealth paradigms, their systems to create their own economy. What does that mean? Ultimately, James, it means that people no longer have to work for money. They're more engaged in their lives and making a difference rather than just chiming in every day, right, and punching the clock. So real estate for me is a vehicle to get people to that, that expected end, if you will, and so um, that's just what I'm passionate about. Yeah, and that's so important, man. I really like that because, you know, most people spend most of their life trying to earn a living instead of designing a life. Mm-hmm. It's two totally different things. There you <laughs> go. There you go. So, so tell us, how did you get into this field and what, what, what gave that spark in you? What inspired you to be passionate about empowerment and the value that you can bring to, the, to, to everyday people's lives? So... First of all, I'm a recipient of what I preach. Um, I Let me, again, just back up. My previous life was teaching business at the collegiate level. Started a boutique consulting firm. Then 2008 happened. And then the bigger crash of my marriage happened. And I was looking for a way to create a lifestyle that would give me maximum time with my children, would expand uh, the lifestyle that we were accustomed to, and then give me the opportunity to create a new narrative for my family. Real estate was just that for me. And so started there and um, just started creating systems around that whole paradigm. And I guess, 
James, it caught on when I started talking to other people about my passion for creating life and lifestyle around real estate. And it really kind of took on a life of its own, right? It took on a movement of its own. And so I started reaching out to organizations to speak to them about um, economic development and economic empowerment and how it ties into home ownership. And then I started to think, hmm, as a homeowner, are we really executing our rights as homeowners? Do we talk to the school boards? Do we talk to city council about what we want in our neighborhoods? So it wasn't just investing, to creating this movement around lifestyle real estate. And so um, it, this is where I landed. Um, and then it created an opportunity for me to talk to people like you. Um, and I, I, like I said, it just kind of took on a life of its own from there. I'm talking about my sound. <laughs> you know, there, you go. there we go. All right. Sorry well, about that. You guys can read lips. Well, I tell you, you know, um, you, you've got a lot of programs out there that are making great measurable difference in the lives of other pe business people. But I'm going to break down the ingredients and just kind of ask you, what would you say were some of the keys to creating success in every area of your life? Every and any. So it's going to all start with mindset. We talk about real estate, but I don't care, James, what business you're in. If mindset is not positioned for success, if you have not already decided to be successful, I don't care what strategy, what program, what paradigm, what business you're introduced to, it won't work. So first of all, regardless of situation, regardless of gender, regardless of past successes or failures, you have to decide to be successful. I mentioned to you prior to the show starting that I have become a student of uh, Dennis Kimbrough. And Dem Dennis Kimbrough has several books, many of them, Think and Grow Rich, A Black Choice, uh, Wealth is a Choice. Um, and there was another one, it escapes me right now. But essentially, he talks about before we can launch in business, before we can experience those successes that we all want, we have to first visualize it and then pursue that vision with passion. Yes, you have to educate yourself. The second thing is after mindset, educate yourself in your industry. Become a student. You never, ever, ever stop learning. I don't care how phenomenal you get at your craft, your skill set, or your niche. You develop an education around it, right? Learn around it. And then never be afraid to start from zero. I heard T.D. Jake say um, something that really resonated with me. He says, whether you start at one, 100, 1,000, 10,000, or a million, every one of those levels is zero just at a higher level. So we never get too big to, again, start over, to learn from the masters, to gain more insight. Never be afraid to humble yourself and say, well, I don't know that. Let me pursue an answer. Let me follow someone who knows that. Um, and so that would be the third thing. Never be afraid to be humble and to start again and expand. And listen, put away ego. That's something I had to learn, too, as a type A personality. And I'll just be transparent and say that. Put away your ego. You will never know everything. You'll never have all the answers. The best insight I can give someone to continue suing them, never be afraid to say, I don't know. Let me go find out. So, and then thirdly, put talent, oh, fifthly, I should put talented people around you. Talented, talented people. Some of the biggest mistakes I made in business was thinking that I could juggle all of those plates simultaneously. 
and wanted to micromanage it because I didn't trust with my brand, right? So I would say it finds people who are passionate about the same uh, vision as you, you have, but their skill set is such that you can bring them to the table and they can begin to maximize that space at the table with you. The, the best way, in my opinion, James, to be successful is to have people at the table to, yes, they see that vision, but they buy in. When people find their place at the table and they buy into that vision, you don't have to handhold, you don't have to watch them. They just go with it. And you're amazed at the genius that comes from people when they have ownership of a process, ownership of a vision. They can just run with it. So that would be another uh tidbit I would say to someone, find talented people. Don't patchwork your business. Don't just get a workforce of volunteers. When people are compensated for what they do and they're appreciated for what they do, they maximize it. And compensation isn't always monetary, right? Mm-hmm. So it's important. But when they find out that they're valued at the table, their opinion matters, their expertise matters, their skill set matters, and it's playing a, a vital role in the bigger picture, you can't stop them from producing. So those are just a few things. Off, and then, oh God, here's another one. You got me rolling now. Bring your family to the table. Some of the biggest discouragements we have as visionaries and entrepreneurs are having those people who are close to us who don't understand what we do or can't see what we do or don't understand what we do. Have your family involved in those conversations. If you're married, have that conversation. If you have children, bring them to the table. They need to see and appreciate the process. As we're growing our businesses and as we're growing our vision, everyone is needed at the table. Whether they play an active role in the family or not, It could just be, let me keep the kids while you do what you have to do, right? Or it could be, let me run the errands. Whatever that partnership or that teamwork or that buy-in is, you need to have your family at the table. And it needs to be all hands on deck. Wow, you said a mouthful. And, you know, I always say that 80% of your success is in your psychology. And you're absolutely right. You know, no matter what's in front of you, if that psychology is not right, if that mindset's not right, uh, then it can't work. You know, it just can't work. It's like having a, it's like having a chair with no legs. <laughs> That's not going to work and at that all. that doesn't work. No, it doesn't work. doesn't work. So now, uh, empowerment through real estate. And I know you're passionate. You've been working with a lot of women. We have about two and a half minutes before we go to the commercial where we get start, start it and then we'll break and come back. Uh, tell us, how did you, uh, the real estate field, tell us how do you help people get empowered through real estate? I teach them the ins and the outs. That's basically, I introduce them to the strategies. First of all, you need to know why it works. So I give them the why it works. And then I take them through how it can work for them. Everybody has a different niche, a different strategy, a different approach. I try to discover that with them. And then we develop a success strategy to move them forward. Um, I know we have a commercial break coming up, but a great way to segue into that is that real estate really can be one size fits all if you if it has elastic in it, right? So regardless of who's coming into real estate, you can find your fit. So that's what I share with women. We'll talk more about that in a little bit. Now, but even when you're doing that, so you work with uh, people on an individual basis or is it small groups? How do you do that? It really is the best fit. 
So it's small groups, it's individuals, it's conglomerates. I've worked with investment teams who wanted to go and buy land because they had a bigger picture in mind. So it really is who has the best fit. And those people who have the best fit, again, have a social um, uh, agenda, if you will, many times. It's a broader picture. It's a bigger vision. Not, And we've heard this uh, saying, James, that not all the money look for the best fit. So I want to help people get into real estate who have the, the right motives, the right agenda, the right vision of the people I tend to work with. And it could be an individual, a company, a conglomerate, an investment group. It just depends upon the fit. Ooh, that was a lot. All right, we're going to get ready to take a commercial break. We're going to write back uh, with Charity Smith and we'll chat a little bit more about how you can uh, uh, play with the, the mogul. Mogul Life, I like that. Mogul Life Academy. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com As we age, there are certain situations which we all must face. Care and treatment don't always measure up to what it's supposed to be. And there are many questions that need to be answered. Tune in to Voices for Elder Care Advocacy with hosts Phyllis Amon and Rubina Chaudhry. Seniors deserve to have a more fulfilling life and we'll bring you the answers that you need to hear to make it happen. Listen Mondays at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and entertained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Listen for our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with our host, Cynthia Bryan. Then on Sundays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, Teens Talk and the World Listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Play with with us at be the star you are radio.com and the voice america empowerment channel find out what makes the most successful people tick keep listening to the voice america empowerment channel voice america empowerment.com you're tuned in to the james stentley show We'd love to hear from you via email with questions and comments. Drop us a line to JD at the James Dentley Show.com. Again, that's JD at the James Dentley Show.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back. We're here talking to uh, uh, Miss Mogul herself, Miss Charity Smith. And uh, you were just sharing with us, Charity, a little bit about. Um, how to create success and how to take that real estate. But we segued out, but I know there was some more meat on the bone. So I want to turn it over to you. And if you could just kind of walk them through uh, what it is you do and then share some, some people you work with or some examples of, of success. Sure. So um, what do I do? I show people how to create wealth in real estate. And again, as I said before the break, that is, somewhat of a one size fits all. I show people how to take what's in their hands now, their retirement, if they have any, um, their savings, their life insurance policies, um, their checking accounts, their credit cards, their lines of credit in their homes. How can they begin to leverage that for wealth in real estate and create stable residual income? And then again, leverage it into wealth. Um, what I'm most passionate about 
is showing people how real estate really can be the answer for them when it comes to lifestyle creation. If you want more time with your family, why not create a residual income in real estate? Why real estate? Well, first of all, more millionaires to date have been created in real estate. Now, of course, that does not um, mean that other opportunities are not out there. But for the most part, historically, real estate has been the go-to uh, vehicle, if you will, for real estate, for uh, wealth creation. Then I talked to them about home ownership. If they are in a home, how that home can create an opportunity with a home-based business, right? How you now can take advantage of tax write-offs that you were not taking advantage of. How you can take equity out of your home and buy another property and send your child to college without the burden and the yoke of student loan debt. I absolutely abhor student loans. I don't know why America just doesn't educate our children and it just works. And that's a whole nother uh, conversation, but why are we charging to educate our children when they're going to be the workforce of the future? Why not invest in the best now and reap the benefits later? That's another conversation. Um, but I tell people all the time, especially now, James, when we look at the economics of what's happening in our country, when we look at unemployment rates, right? We look at unemployment rates, 14.3% now, according to the U.S. Department of Statistics, 14.3% have been unemployed. Now, it's down from there. It's about 13% now. But when you break that down with uh, gender, when you break that down according to race and class, um, the numbers become more disparaging. Here is what I want people to know. Real estate investing is accessible for just about anybody. We have strategies where you can buy properties with no money down, no credit. And, you know, let me just dispel all that because I can just hear it out there. I've seen all of the late night infomercials and they promised me I'll make a million dollars in 30 days. That is not what I'm telling you. What I'm saying is that if you have a systematic approach to this thing, and if you understand the benefits and how to leverage it, you too can create your own economy. You can have a producing commodity that will give you dividends, that will give you um, security, that will give you not just a place to stay or a place to house other people, but you really do create an income from it and a standard of living. So my my passion right now is helping people to see why now specifically we need to take ownership of our own economics, stop looking to the government, stop looking to banks and some of the other folks that we've been looking to for our stability with the right information, the right partners and the right knowledge. We can create this scenario ourselves and we've seen it done before time and time again. Wow. So in now your book, you have a book called Create Your Own Economy. And yes. those are the things that are in the book. What else do you have in that book that can, you know, what would be the, uh, let's say we, we, we deep sea dive in there and you, you're one of the best out in the world in what you do. So um, what are some of the results? Paint of, put us in the vision state, if you would. What can we get back? Time, freedom. What are the benefits and the results of, of creating your own economy? Oh, my God. First of all, let's start with mental health. And you may think, what does mental health have wow. to do with real estate? When you're not worried about where you live, where money is coming from, how you're going to educate your children, how you're going to pay for the escalating costs of health care, when you're not worried about um, food deserts and all of the other things that can come about, it really does enhance your quality of life. Now, why do I bring that up? 
um, I'm really passionate about women and children, right? And so for women specifically, many of those are the crushing thoughts that most women think about, especially if they're heads of household. And you don't have to be divorced to be concerned about these things. You can just have family, you have children, and you wonder, how am I going to educate my children? How am I going to uh, take care of my aging parent or medical costs? I show you why and how you should invest in real estate. So let's just say that you have vacant land out there. And I talk about this in the book. And most people think there's no value in vacant land. And I go into the, his the history of that. Um, First of all, land is something you're never going to get more of. If you make it an income producing commodity, that's one thing. But what if you also lease that land out to farmers who are losing their necks right now in the industry? Can you save a farmer's business by allowing them to use your land? So now you're not just talking about real estate investing. Now we're talking about quality of life because we're producing organic food, hopefully, to feed our neighborhoods and to feed the people around us. We talk about all of that because see, James, when you talk about creating your own economy, it's not just about the land. It's about the lifestyle. It's about the food. It's about how we house ourselves. It's about the culture we're able to create in our families because we're no longer working for money. So when I talk about creating your own economy, for example, had the benefit of working with um, a young woman and I, I, the name of that company, oh God, uh, Black, I believe it was Black Diamond Investment Company. Um, this was a young lady who had hundreds of acres in uh, close to Austin. And her family did not value the legacy of that land. Taxes had gone up on it and some of the elders had passed away. And the family really didn't want the burden of it, quote unquote, the burden of it. And they didn't see the value in it. But she did. And she reached out to me and said, hey, this is my family land. I understand the legacy of it. I don't want to lose my land. How do I save my land? So I walked her through, James, first of all, the value of that land, right? The taxes were close to $100,000, but that should tell you what the value of that land was if the taxes were close to $100,000 and the family was going to let it go. So I created an opportunity for where I went in and I helped her negotiate a payment plan with the state and we whittled all of that down and we negotiated it. They had it zoned for one thing. I told them, no, we need to zone it for this because if we change the zoning, mm -hmm. we change now how much the taxes are owed on it. All of this stuff is in the book. And so mm -hmm. we brought down that, that, um, that initial price to something that was now bite-sized. And then we created an investment group, a conglomerate around her of other people who understood the value of that land. And they started to invest with her in paying down the taxes and buying the land and then developed a long term use for that land. So that's just one of the case studies in that in uh, my book, Create Your Own Economy. So as you can mm -hmm. see, it's life, it's legacy, it's food, it's conglomerates, big picture, it's cooperative economics. How do we save ourselves economically? Wow. So in the book, uh, you have stories. Uh, that's the Dennis Kimbrough. I do. I have case stories. <laughs> yes. Case yes. Stories. Yeah. Because, you know, I, my question was going um, uh, uh, to talk about some of the, the people you work with and challenges that they run into. And how do you really overcome that? You know, if a person comes to you and let's just say they, 
They have a challenge with their credit or they have a challenge, challenge with uh, being fluid, liquid. Um, what are some of the strategies they can get? You don't have to give them everything, but just a little bit. So if you have credit as a challenge, there are ways to work around that. I, one of the ways is to get somebody who has credit, right? Get them to see the value of real estate investing. You bring the deal, they bring the credit. You then um, init- you, you negotiate who's going to get what and how that's going to work. And then you go and buy the property and I show them how to do that. And I always say, if you're going to have a partnership, you always do it formally. Don't do just a word of mouth. Hey, if you let me use your credit and I'll bring the deal, form an LLC. Why do you form an LLC? Because it helps you mitigate some of the risk in investing. So if something goes bad with that deal and if the uh, situation uh, gets sued, if the deal gets sued, right, and it goes into court, the LLC goes, (laughs) not necessarily you. And so it's a way for you to safeguard your other personal assets while you're investing. So that's credit. Secondly, if you're having some problems with liquidity, I don't have enough money to invest. Again, it's strategy. You have to know what strategy to use because, first of all, you don't always need money. But let's just say you have problems with liquidity or challenges. We call them challenges, right, with liquidity. Have you looked at the cash value in your life insurance policy? Most folks don't think about that. But if you have been paying your life insurance policy for a number of years and it's not a term life insurance policy, if it's a universal life or, say, a, a variable life, you could potentially take some of the cash value out of that policy and use that for your down payment, use that for your closing costs, pay your realtor, whatever you need to do. If you need a bigger sum of money, you can do what's called uh, a partial withdrawal with your insurance, mm-hmm. right? And that's where you reduce the death benefit, right? And you can use that to now go and buy your real estate. You still have the life insurance policy out there, mm-hmm. but you've reduced the death benefit to go and buy some land. Now, here's the strategy with that. You have the life insurance policy while you're dead. That's going to help your family great. But what's going to help your family now? You can take that same life insurance policy and create a legacy for your family. And we're not waiting for somebody to die. We're not waiting to lose somebody before the family levels up. You can take it now and begin to level up and buy you a portfolio of rental homes, buy a portfolio of multifamily, and then again, create your own economy. So those are some of the things that I talk about in the book. There are a plethora of ways to use your credit card to buy land. Who to thunk it? You can use your credit card to buy land. And many times, again, the, the, um, the terms of using your credit card are a lot easier to negotiate than working with a bank. You can do it. That's true. true. See, now you got me started. Then you can create something called lease options, right? Where you don't need a bank, but you can create a mortgage and get paid a spread. So I guess you can tell that tapped into my passion. There are so (laughs) many ways people can do this, James. And I, I guess the reason I'm so excited about it is because I found out it's accessible. Wow. This is accessible. Mm. Wow. Now, you know, real estate is something, you know, for the most part, people are we're always taught that you got to have some real estate in your portfolio. You have to be in real estate. Mm-hmm. Uh, but sometimes we conform to the point where we become afraid to try anything new. And mm. we, try to, we try to wait until we get all the ducks in a row until everything out of line. So and that's really based on some fear. So when people have that fear and that anxiety, 
Um, not how do you sell them, but how, what would you say to them from a, someone who empowers people and loves to empower the, the human spirit? What would you say to a person who's afraid to shift the change to, to follow their dream? You're afraid of what you don't know. Education dispels fear. The more you know, the more you're empowered to make decisions. We're afraid to pull the trigger. We're afraid to make that move because we don't understand what it involves. We're afraid of risk. My God, life is a risk. When you wake up in the morning, get in the car and go down the freeway, that's a risk, right? But we take it because we have a calculated path to go down. Nine times out of 10, when we get in the car, we know where we're going. We know the path we're going to take. We're not expecting somebody to come and hit us, you know, or, or run into the back of us. We don't calculate that risk. We know what path we're going to take. There is nothing different in that scenario than in life, than in real estate or anywhere else. I first of all tell them, where do you want to go? Well, I want to be financially empowered. What does that look like for you? It's not the same for everybody. What does that look like for you? Then once we figure out where that target is, I can draw you a map. I'm a map maker. Did you know that? I am a map maker. I can show you how to get there. And so I just tell them, first of all, educate yourself on the process. Then secondly, where do you want to go? Thirdly, devise a plan. Fourthly, commit, commit, commit. That's something else Dennis Mm -hmm. Kimbrough talks about. He talks about committing to our own successes. I couldn't say that any better. Once you have committed to your success, then what I normally tell uh, my my clients, James, is once I found out where I want to go, I burn the bridge to go back. Wow. Why do I do that? There is, there is no turning back yes. because anytime you have an option to be mediocre, fear will make you choose the option to be mediocre. Burn the bridge. Whew. All right. It's getting hot in here. I always say when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at will change. change. Now, yes, sir. <laughs> what is uh, what is mogul life? Oh my God, that is, that's who I am. It's what I breathe. It's what, it's my mantra, mogul life. So anybody who is deemed a mogul is at the top of their game. They're the apex, right? They're the shark in the tank. They're the lioness in, in the jungle. Um, mogul life is a thought. It's a movement. It's a paradigm. That's really what it is. And I based my real estate company around that. It's how we see real estate. It's not just land and trees and houses. It's a vehicle, right? It's momentum. It's an avenue to get to what your ultimate expected end is. So anyone who works with mogul life has to have that kind of paradigm. So that's what mogul life is all about. It's more of a movement than it is a company. So anyone can be a mogul. Is that what you're saying? You know, anyone with the right mindset. Okay. Because we have to qualify. We have to qualify to be a mogul. You got to have the right paradigm. And then absolutely anybody. And that's another mantra I have. Any woman can be a mogul. Uh Uh-oh. All right, guys. We have to come out with mogul part two. Anyway. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) (laughs) This has been some great stuff. Now, on the other side of you in real estate, people look at how do I make the right investment for taxation? How do I protect mm-hmm. myself? And, and with the real estate, there's a great upside, but then there's a lot of little pieces there uh, from insurance mm-hmm. to the maintenance and things like that. Mm-hmm. So how do you help a person mm-hmm. kind of uh, manage it and, and muddle through uh, the pros and the cons when they're making a decision? Easy stuff. So 
that all depends on what your entry, entry strategy and your exit strategy is. I ask them, what do you want to achieve with this? Is this a long-term investment? Then that's going to be a different kind of insurance, a different kind of taxation, et cetera. If this is going to be a quick flip where you're just going to get in this and out, it's down and dirty, you're in and out, that's a whole nother um, paradigm, right? That's a, a that's a different system of business that we look at when it comes to taxes and insurances and who's at the table with marketing that property, etc. So it really depends upon what they want to achieve with that property. And then we find the right vendors to work with to help them muddle through that, as you would say. But again, it's about knowing that end. Everything, James, everything in real estate, in my opinion, is predicated on where do you want to end. The end strategy dictates how we start. Ooh, Stephen Covey, you begin with the end in mind. Right, this has been great. Yeah, we're going to take another commercial too. break. We're going to come back in a couple of minutes, and then we're going to wind the show down. But I hope you guys are taking a lot of great notes. And when you come back, I want you to share with people how they can either reach you and get in touch with you, maybe get a newsletter, or even buy some of your materials. Be right back after this break. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Please join Dr. Sarah, a.k.a. Dr. Red, on an amazing journey of love, soul, abundance, compassion, and authenticity. Dr. Red is a well-renowned healer, hypnotherapist, author, and speaker who has overcome personal challenges to emerge stronger than ever before to reach out to you and heal you emotionally, mentally, and spiritually for the most informative and enriching experience filled with unbridled laughter and insights on life, health, culture, and society. Tune in to Dr. Red's. Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Are you looking for life's answers? How about the meaning of true self? Can you really be a better person overnight? Well, good luck with that. Now, if you really want to know more about this insane world and life we lead, tune into Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. You'll learn about how the brain operates under different psychological conditions. Some common sense. Heck, you might just actually learn something. Listen Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You're tuned in to The James Stentley Show. We'd love to hear from you via email with questions and comments. Drop us a line to JD at thejamesstentleyshow.com. Again, that's JD at thejamesstentleyshow.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back. I'm here with Charity Smith, and this young lady is happens to be a, uh, uh, she, look, she got the Women's uh, Legacy Award, first of all, and I'm big on legacy, but they call her Ms. Mogul, and uh, she has a mogul movement. She create, She's a mogul maker and just doing some incredible things. Now, I want you, first of all, if you wouldn't mind, share with our audience, if they want to get more information from you or be part of your community, how can they contact you or opt into something and and then let's talk about some of the programs that you have that I've been hearing so sure. much about. Sure thing. So I have a couple of offers because I was so excited to talk to you and your community today. I've developed a couple of options for all of those who go to mommiescreatingeconomies.com and subscribe to the website. I will give you a free download, a wholesaling real estate toolkit. A checklist is essentially what it is. And it shows you how to do wholesaling in real estate. One of the easiest ways to really jump into the industry. That's just for subscribing to the website. 
if you book a pick her brain session today, if you go to my website, go, click on about uh, Mogul U Real Estate Academy, go down to services, click on pick her brain. I will give you a 50% discount on that session today only because I'm excited about Mr. Dentley and what he's doing. And that's it. Uh, and the third one is the ultimate wealth elevation that launches in October. If you want to pre-order that, uh, the retail price of that will be $6.97. For all of those who want that system pre-order, go to contacts at mommiescreatingeconomies.com, put mogul in the uh, title, and then you can get that pre-order for only $3.97, but that is today only. The retail of that is $6.97. So three opportunities. Go and subscribe. Get, get what you need with wholesaling. Um, book the... Uh, Pick her brain, 50% off of that. And then the other stuff we can talk about another time. But if you want to contact me, go to mommiescreatingeconomies.com. And I'm all over social media as well. Now, this program, it's $6.97, okay. Uh, what results do they get from the program? What, what, is, what is the program? So I walk them through niches, how to discover their niche, right? And a lot of that has to do with what's going on in the economy, what's going on in their local economy, because I always advise, especially new investors, to start where you are, become where you are, where you live, in other words, become an expert of that area because it's easier to do your investing closer to home. And so we talk about how to uh, look at niches in those particular areas. Then we talk about negotiations. How do you negotiate the end price or the end of that deal at the beginning? As I've said before, we don't ever enter this thing without understanding where we want to end up. So we talk about exit strategies and knowing where you want to go and then start the negotiations process from there. Um, then we talk about contracts because contracts are where we really get sticky with real estate and we can leave a lot of money on the table. So I go through general contact, uh, contracts. And again, I'm not an attorney, but there are certain things that are just universal in the industry and we walk them through that. Then we talk about how to leverage funding and financing, when to form a conglomerate, when you should uh, self-fund if that's what you want to do and how to access those funds. We talk about all of those things. And then, again, what do you want your portfolio to look like? Um, and I talk about how to do land, multifamily. And by the way, most of my uh, experiences in residential, if you haven't already picked that up. So it's a balance of land and multifamily and residential and how to balance that portfolio for its maximum production based on where you are. And then we talk about how to go out from there where to do national investing and how to best do that. Wow. Now, um, let's just say people need to get financing. Are some banks better to go to than other banks or certain uh, uh, banks you find or, or services that they, is there a certain question we should ask uh, if we want to, if our intention is to build a real estate business and we need financing? Absolutely. So I would say, first of all, we go back to that mindset conversation. We tend to think that the bank has all of the chips in their hands. They do not. The banks work for us. If they don't do the funding, if they don't do the loans, what, you know, they don't make any money, they don't make any business. So I would say, first of all, even how you approach the banking process needs to change because so many times we go in unsure of our portfolio, unsure of our package, and we're waiting on the banker to tell us what we need, mm. I say, no, you tell the banker what you need and ask them to craft um, a, a program or a product around that. 
Now, that's just me. But that goes into, again, relationships. Here is what we need to know about banks. Not one one size fits all. There are some banks that are uh, more more, um, agreeable to work with retail spaces. Some folks uh, prefer to work with uh, just, in other words, banks have a specialty, right? Not one bank is one size fits all. So I would say interview the banker and ask them, what do they primarily do their banking in? We don't ask those questions. There are some banks that won't touch real estate investing because they don't like the ins and outs, the risks, et cetera. They only want to work with restaurants or they only want to work with retail or whatever. Interview the bank and see what what is their bank of business? What's their book of business? And then start from there. But again, how we even approach the process talk to a banker and ask them to, um, and this is something that I do as well. I have a friend who's a banker. Have your personal banker review your processes before you even submit it for lending. Hey, what do you think about this? This is something I'm thinking about. What do you think? Have somebody review it before you even submit the application process. So you don't have to go rounds and rounds of the approval process. Know that upfront. And many times the banks will have that in their fine print. You just have to know how to read it and you have to know what questions to ask. Wow. So remember that guys, the banks work for you. Oh, it's going to be a great weekend. <laughs> now we're in real estate and let's talk about the other side of it. We're creating a, not only do you have a passion for helping people to grow and, and to thrive and to become super successful, but also in giving back. So let's talk about how important in your opinion is that aspect of becoming successful. And so it's just not always about money. Oh my God. Okay. So that would probably take another hour show, but we don't have that time. Here's how serious I am about it. Um, I formed a a, a 501c3 where I, and again, this goes into my former life where I help women specifically who are in emerging markets buy land. Now, why is that important? Women who are in emerging markets who don't own land many times are not afforded the opportunity to have good health care. They can't um, uh, have voting rights or have a voice in their society because they don't own land. Um, the, the food consumption of their children is low. And so then you have to have outside sources come in and bring food to subsidize. But if that woman can own her land and decide what happens with land, it gives her a voice in her society. And it gives her a way to create her own economy. James, this is something I'm not talking about doing this just locally. I'm concerned about the global well-being of, of people groups, specifically women, because we've been unfortunately disenfranchised for centuries. But when you can empower a woman to own her space specifically, when you can empower her to feed herself, feed her family, feed her children, and this is with or without her husband, preferably with. But if that is not the if that's not the case, how do you create a society that is successful and strong and sustainable and not dependent? That's really what I'm concerned about. So when you have the opportunity to build wealth in real estate, don't just keep this locally. Where can you now take that same skill set and and bring it to another market and create a global impact. That's essentially what I used to do in my former life when I had my consulting firm. I had women take their products and services from the U.S. into emerging markets, partner with women in those markets, and they created an import-export 
where those dollars or that money was exchanged mutually. We didn't need the UN to negotiate that. We didn't need the World Bank to negotiate that. It was women coming to the table and deciding what they were going to do. And they said, I'll share my wealth with you. You share your wealth and products with me. And we create a mutual exchange. I want to take that now on a global scale and create those same opportunities for women across the globe. I want you guys, I hope you guys got a, really, a good chance to really hear what Charity just said, because it's really, really important. And I want to kind of put it in context because about 15 years ago, I was I had a business meeting with some people from the Middle East and they had a building in Oak Brook, Illinois. And I went to that building to, to talk with them and they owned about 3,000 gas stations. As a matter of fact, what they did is get a kilometer of owners and they would buy together. And they created this, uh, this hierarchy that was shaped just like this, like a pyramid. And then every person based upon where they ranked, whether it be the manager, the owner, or the other partners in there, they got a cut because they would get discounts for buying nationally in bulk, whether it be cigarettes or Cheetos, that's the way they operated. And even when they purchased their gas, so they brought their prices down, they created another economy inside of their business, another means of cash flow, and they all shared in it together and impacted each other's families together all over the United States. So uh, it just kind of reminded me of that when you, know, you said that. So now when you look at um, what, what is your goal, what is your, your, your strategy, your exit strategy, and what is your, your goal is this your life's mission? My goal is to create one million millionaires. Wow. That I want to personally do that. I want to create a million millionaires. Now, oh, that sounds like it's pie in the sky. I don't think so with the right people at the table. And here is why I want to do that. I've never believed, James, that answers were far from us. Mm-hmm. I think it, I think a conversation can solve anything. A conversation can solve world peace. It can solve global hunger. It can solve uh, uh, the unemployment rates, a conversation. And so I want to create those systems where people who have the power to impact those decisions can come to the table and have some dialogue about what needs to happen. And we create the policies, the strategies to do that. My exit goal is to create a global conglomerate of people who want to invest in real estate, who want to own land for the right reasons, social good, health, um, food deserts. We want to eradicate food deserts. Um, I believe that many of the medicines and the healing we need is still in the ground. And we don't have folks who are really interested in that because they're tapped into the pharmaceutical companies. Again, that's a whole nother conversation. But if we can get people who understand the land, understand farming, understand uh, the medicinal power of foods and plants with the right soil, with the right land and the right uh, compensation for their efforts, we can start to eradicate some of those issues as well. Let's talk about education for girls globally. We've seen Oprah do it in South Africa, but why does it have to stop with Oprah in South Africa? I believe that if I could tap into the passion of those people around the world who hear what I'm saying to them right now. We can take that same paradigm and we can multiply it. Um, And and I know we're short on time, but I I created something called Girls Global Leadership Day, James. It's in cooperation with the UN. Say it again. Girls Global Global Leadership Day. It is in cooperation with uh, the UN's uh, Day of the Girl Child. It's October the 11th. And every day, every uh, October the 11th, we talk about 
girls um, globally? And, and what is the situation with their education? Because if girls don't have an education, they are married off earlier, depending upon the society they're in. They don't ever get the opportunity to expand their minds. They're relegated to certain classes in society. And we don't ever get the full benefit of their genius because they didn't have an opportunity to explore it. So every year I have this conversation and I've started this dialogue with um, some folks at Ben Gurion University in Israel. And I want to expand those di those conversations in that dialogue. So it's not, again, this isn't just about houses and, and building portfolios, but the bigger picture is how do we impact society for real? Not just taking the money and say we're going to do something and we don't do it. How do we do it for real? We have genius. We have people with skill sets. Money hasn't left the planet, as a friend of mine says. We don't have the focus in the right areas. So I'm, I'm hoping these conversations will happen where I can be at the table and share with them the opportunities that we educate our workforce, when we educate the best minds, we really haven't seen everything that can happen. I want to tap into that. I see the world in 4D, 5D, right? Let's look at it from every angle and let's find the best good and then let's invest in that. But Here we have we to go. have money to do it. Amen. You got to get some money to do it. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard a lot of power and passion and this drive from Ms. Charity Smith. I want to thank you for being a part of a show. I want to encourage everybody to reach out to you in some shape, form, or some passion and just really get plugged in and get tuned because she has a wealth of knowledge that I believe each and every one of us can benefit from. So that's going to end our show for today. I want to thank you guys for tuning in once again for the James Dentley Show. Now, next Friday, 3rd of July, well, we're going to be off. We're going to be, so we'll play a replay next Friday, but still tune in, and then we'll pick it back up the Friday after that. You guys have a wonderful weekend. Be safe out there. Be kind. And remember, love your life. Uh, this concludes our show. And Charity, thank you for coming by. Thank you for listening to The James Dentley Show. Be sure to join James for another inspiring show next Friday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you here next week.